0: hey guys ECRG here back with another episode as you can see by the title of today's episode we're talking about getting your first job in clinical research so this is a question I have gotten throughout the entirety of this channel of this YouTube channel slash podcast this is why one of the most common questions I get how do you get your first job in clinical research how do you get your foot in the door in clinical research it comes in many many times and phrases uh, but it's all comes down to the same type of question so getting your first job in clinical research here we go and this what even spurred me to finally make this episode again was someone emailed in and they're actually from out of the country uh, from Pakistan so I'm gonna go ahead and read their email and of course I'm not gonna reveal any personal information or anything like that but if you've got a question that you want me to answer or that I that is not on the channel a lot please email in elite group at gmail.com and I'll go ahead and get a uh, I'll go ahead and cover it in one of the episodes so this person emails in hi I'm a doctor from Pakistan with three years of clinical uh, training experience in psychiatry I don't have experience in research per se but I'm interested in getting a clinical research associate certification and planning to move to the USA I have no idea where to start I was wondering if you could guide me as to what are the best options available for me. I recently saw a website called ccrpa.org, which is offering a certification and online preparation for the certification, but I don't know how legitimate that is. I saw your video on YouTube, it was very informative. I would be glad if you can guide me in this regard. So, this person emails in about how they can do that. Now, I'm not going to cover the part of immigrating to the United States. That is not what I do if you want to immigrate to the United States you need to consult an immigration attorney Um, you need to investigate that on your own I've done a couple videos here and there about it but that's not really my expertise my expertise is once you land in USA and now are clear to work in USA how do you go about getting your foot in the door in clinical research so so for people like this who You know don't really have much clinical research experience I would strongly recommend you email me and inquire about the career consultation because this is this is something where you you need to learn how to sell your background sell what experience you do have and um, know what your path is what are some of the easier ways to get into clinical research what are some of the harder ways to get into clinical research you need to I need to understand what your risk tolerance is to be able to um, to be able to kind of guide you into clinical research because some people you may be able to wait until you get into a clinical research associate training program while others you may want to take that job paying ten bucks an hour for a couple months to get that experience then be able to flip that into a more substantial job and then be able to flip that into something else so you you need to be able to know where you can get in and fit in in clinical research and that's one of the benefits of coming to me and sitting down for either 30 minutes or an hour or even up to two hours for a career consultation. And once again, that's another one of the benefits of coming to me to have your resume reviewed also, is you can get the whole package. Um, You can get your resume upgraded, which you're gonna need to do anyway, um, but just I can help you as a kind of a shortcut, um, because you can get there, but it's gonna take you a lot of rejections to be able to tweak your resume um, to where it needs to be. Or you can just come to me and um, we'll get it right from the beginning. Um, and then you also need to know what kind of job you need to be applying for Um, what kind of income what kind of salaries you need to be negotiating for Um, are they paying you enough or not Um, and all these things are hard to come by just on your own so that's why it's good to come to me someone who's a a proven professional uh, in the field having gone through multiple promotions and ultimately getting to a position that many of you want to be in which is a CRA so Without further ado so how would this person go about getting their first job in clinical research um, so a lot of people email me about these certifications and of course if they're free by all means do the certification if they are free now where it becomes kind of sticky is where if they start charging now you've got a lot of courses out there like Barnett's um, I think CCRP CCRP um, I think they might charge for theirs I'm not too sure but you've got a lot of these companies out there. So which ones are good? You got Sokra. Which ones are good? Which ones are not? And like I said, I'm gonna break it down. If it's free, by all means, do it. Because if you if you're you want to show that you are interested in clinical research, you want to show that you have what it takes. You want to show um, these things to the recruiter and the hiring manager. So if you if it's free, you want to show that you know about clinical research a little bit. You want to show that you know about GCP you want to show you know about um, how clinical research works a little bit even if you've never worked in it and just having that level of interest can kind of improve um, how you're viewed by hiring managers and recruiters but if you have to pay for it this is where I draw the line because most companies will will um, pay for you to go get these certifications like CCRP and um, you know, the CCRC certifications. So for most people that have no experience, it's just kind of a waste because, A, you're not going to be able to sit for those high level certifications, the ones that actually move the needle in the career, in your career. And B, even if you were and you are able to pass it, they really don't mean anything without having real clinical research experience. So you want to go for the experience first, guys. It's not about having all this paper stuff um you know a few letters behind your name that doesn't mean anything without the experience they want to know can you actually do the job and that's why i always say you need to go get the experience first guys it doesn't matter if it's an internship it doesn't matter if it's volunteering at a clinic it doesn't matter if it's you know you're doing it on the weekend it doesn't matter if you're cold calling patients to try and get them to sign up for a study it doesn't matter what it is you just need to go get experience it doesn't matter if it's 40 hours a week 80 hours a week 10 hours a week two hours a week you need to go get experience uh, first before you try and get all those um, certifications when you are going to get an entry-level job they're going to teach you everything you need to know they're gonna give you all the GCP training you need all the protocol training you need you know all this training you need you name it they're gonna make sure you have it you don't need to go and do it before you have a job because what really matters is experience in this industry and I would say more so than in a lot of industries what matters most is experience because they want to know if you can do the job or not um, they want to know if you can you know talk to the PIs they want to know if you can talk to uh, management professionals they want to know if you can talk to outside vendors and get things done um, you need to have actual skills that can translate into uh, your boss is knowing that you can actually do the job so What kind of jobs should you be applying for when you're looking to get into clinical research so they throw this word around a lot entry-level jobs what does that really mean well entry-level jobs to me mean that require no experience so this can get confusing because sometimes they'll say entry-level CRA entry-level project manager but that's that's not what they really mean they don't really mean zero experience and that's where people get confused because CRA is not a job you can do with zero experience this is not an entry-level job Um, would you would you try and apply for a uh, an executive position without having ever worked in that field before or having ever worked a job before absolutely not so why would you go apply for a CRA position so guys you have got to have experience before you can become a CRA two three even level one now sometimes they do offer training programs for both CRA's and project managers where they will train you six months a year a year and a half two years and then you'll be a CRA before that you'll be some kind of assistant CRA or you know maybe a junior CRA or something like that um, but you have got to either be trained and you're gonna be trained intensely for that time period before you can be a, a real CRA um, so, what kind of jobs should you be looking for? So, we're looking at clinical trial assistant. You'll see a lot on Indeed. Um, clinical research coordinator. Um, you'll see a lot on Indeed. We're talking clinical trial associate. We're talking project manager assistant. We're talking project coordinator. We're talking project specialist. Now, a lot of these companies have these entry level jobs. A, they will ask for one year or two years of experience, um, but you really can get an entry level. So, you've got to know that. Once again. It helps to come to me for career consultation because you may not know that um, another thing is they all have different names for example clinical research coordinator is the same thing as study coordinator hmm why would they call it two different things I don't know that's just the industry guys um, they also call it research assistant um, for a clinical research coordinator or study coordinator sometimes they even call it clinical research associate but it's not the traveling monitor. It's the person, it's the same job that they're talking about. So you have all those different names for the same job. That can get confusing, especially if you're from a different country, like my friend that emailed in from Pakistan. How would he know that? Um, that's why it can really be beneficial to pay for consultation. So you don't have to find this out the hard way by tons and tons of rejections. You can know first off from me firsthand on what you should be applying for. And skip that step of tons and tons of rejections um, so those are the type of positions you should be applying for once again clinical trial assistant project specialist project management assistant associate project manager assistant project manager uh, cl- clinical trial specialist clinical trial associate what you really want to do is look at the job description and see at what kind of level of experience they reply they're trying to get because even clinical trial assistants they have senior clinical trial assistant which is not entry-level anymore they have clinical trial assistant level twos they've got clinical trial assistant manager they've got different levels to this to these jobs but you've got to really look at the job description and see what they're asking for so you you've got to learn to look and once again I hate to keep plugging it but career consultation is going to help you you've got to know how to read that job description uh, when it says you know requires two years of experience how do you know if you should apply to that or not because most people would say you know what I'm not a good fit for that but how do you know that you might be a good fit for that and apply anyway I tell a lot of my clients to apply to these jobs because a lot of times they don't find someone with the exact two years of experience and what you know what they do they come take a chance on you who's only got maybe six months of experience or no experience they take a chance on you because maybe they like the way you interviewed or maybe they liked your resume because you came and did a resume review program with me so these things happen guys and you've got to be prepared so this is how you get into the clinical research this is how you not even get in how you identify a job that's the first step you got to identify what jobs you're gonna be applying for first then you got to fix your resume so is your resume up to snuff is your resume one to two pages does your resume have the keywords they are looking for because a lot of times they just run your resume through a software it doesn't have the right keywords and next thing you know you're getting automatically rejected without anyone even looking at your resume no hiring managers looked at it no not even an assistant has looked at your resume it's just the computer says you know what your resume is not good enough so how do you get by past this well you've got to know what they're looking for you have got to know what keywords are looking for you've got to know what uh, skills and experiences they're looking for once again the resume review program that I have can help you with this because you're gonna to get tons and tons of rejections before you figure it out. You're gonna to have to talk to tons and tons of recruiters before you figure it out. Before someone tells you um, what it is they're looking for, um, and you're just gonna to have to figure it out, or you can come to me and I'll tell you. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that your resume is good. You want, you need a good solid resume. Um, I don't recommend cover letters typically, and my my uh, clients know why. But I don't recommend cover letters because you do not have they do not have enough time to read them unless you have a really really strange story about your resume or something like that you took a ton of time off and you need to explain it okay then you do the cover letter but this is a volume game guys you need to apply 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 to a lot of jobs and the cover letter often slows you down Um, next thing you need to know is where to apply Uh, my clients know I like indeed.com my clients know I like LinkedIn My clients know I like um, applying on individual websites you know applying in clinical research is a job in and of itself when you're trying to get your first job in clinical research I say to shoot for 200 jobs now you're when you go on indeed you're not gonna see 200 jobs that you can apply to um, because you're probably only gonna be looking for ones that are that have no experience that require no experience well you've got to know which jobs to apply to that may say they want a little bit of experience but you have you still have a good chance of getting or sometimes you're not even applying to the job with the hopes of getting to the job you're you're applying with the jobs of hoping of talking to the recruiter and the recruiter oftentimes will have other jobs that they know are coming down the pipeline that you'd be a good fit for so that's what you're applying for a lot of the times and then once you build these relationships with these recruiters they start feeding you jobs they start putting you in front of hiring managers They start um, giving you these opportunities that you didn't know were around or that you didn't know um, they even had because a lot of these jobs are filled before they even put up on um, the website. So you don't even stand a chance a lot of these times, but you wouldn't know that because a lot of people are trying to be cheap and not get career consultation. Um, A lot of people are trying to be cheap on their resume. Why would you be cheap on your resume? Why, Why would you, not spend $100, $150, $200 to beef up on your resume um, when you know you're going to make 40, dollars 50, dollars dollars uh, when you accept the job, when you get the job. I don't understand it. Guys, you have got to invest in yourself. You have got to invest in yourself when you're trying to get a job in clinical research. You have got to reach out to these recruiters and ask them for coffee. You have got to talk to these recruiters. You have got to want to network with these people you have got to invest in yourself when you're trying to get a job in clinical research you have got to spend time watching all my videos on um, YouTube going through the podcast you have got to spend time there that's where the information is you have got to look at uh, all some of the other creators shout out Dan Farah at the clinical trials guru you have got to put the time in if you want to get in clinical research there's so much information out there more so than ever there's a lot of information out there on how to get into clinical research Um, but you've got to take the time to go through it. And if you're not going to go through it, or even if you are, you definitely want to come and do career consultation because everything, I can't put everything out in videos. Um, there's just too much, there's just too much I've, I've learned and too much I've gone through, um, to get to where I am today. And you know, these things are changing constantly and you know, everything's not going, everything's not going into a video. Everything's not going into an episode. I put as much as I can, but everything's not going in there. Um, so you just really got to be knowledgeable and and try and and be smart about improving yourself and trying to uh, put your best foot forward when you're trying to get into clinical research Um, so we've talked about where to look we've talked about what jobs to look for Um, we've talked about what you need to do as far as improving your career consultation and as far as um, being strategic about where you want to apply and how you apply with your resume so now the next thing you need to do is interview you've got to interview well This is very, very competitive field. So, of course, I've got a resume. I've got an interview preparation program also. So I've got career consultation. I've got resume review where improve your resume. And now I've got interview preparation. So I can take you from A to B. I can take you from A, from not knowing anything about clinical research, all the way to landing a job in clinical research. Now, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort on your part, but it'll all be worth it you'll have my guidance all the way along so if you're interested in one of those programs uh, we've got that also Um, and that really really is going to uh, help you learn what you need to do to get into clinical research and the best thing is you do it all again when you're trying to level up because you've got all the information now leveling up it's gonna be that much easier for you as soon as your one-year anniversary hits you can go on and make a lot more money getting another job in clinical research Um, because you have the tools now you have the know-how and you know what it takes to get a job in clinical research so it's going to be a whole lot easier getting a job i'm telling you guys after my first job in clinical research it was a whole lot easier getting that second one because i knew what to expect i put that same level of effort and boom it just happened so much faster you know they were i was getting so many more calls back for that for that second job Um, it was basically every job I applied for I was getting a call back for I mean of course it wasn't that crazy but it was a lot so guys you definitely want to make sure um, that you're being wise and don't try and just be cheap because you don't want to spend any money Um, but think about it as an investment in yourself you know how many times have you heard how many times have you heard the best investment is in yourself because you're gonna get that ROI back 2x 3x 4x 5x but for this I mean you're literally I mean I don't know how much my most expensive package is, depending on what you get but let's say it's three hundred four hundred dollars I mean it could be a thousand dollars you're literally gonna make 40 50 60 70 thousand dollars in your first job in clinical research so wouldn't you spend a thousand dollars to make seventy thousand dollars I think anyone would do that Warren Buffett would do that Steve Jobs would do that Steve uh, Tim Cook would do that um, you know Bill Gates would do that so yeah you really want to be wise About this, guys, about getting your first job in clinical research. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there. You've heard of those resume review services before, but the difference is I only do clinical research. I don't review anyone's resume for anything else. I only do clinical research. That is my specialty. So I'm not one of those generic people who does all different types of resumes and everything like that. That's it. I only do career consultation for clinical research. I only do clinical research. That's it. So you can be rest assured you're getting the best information you're getting the most up-to-date information and you're getting the best tactics and the best strategies for getting into clinical research um, so yeah guys so when it comes to interviewing I mean there's a lot to go into it I mean when we do interview prep it's custom um, it's depend it depends on what your background is you know I can't I can't You know we can't have the same strategy for someone who was a pharmacist for ten years as we can fresh out of college. Um, We're gonna be talking about different skill sets and knowledge bases that each person has to um, get them the job in clinical research. So that's why I'm really advocating in this episode in particular to do the career consultation because it's it's customized. It's what do you do best um, to convince the hiring manager to hire you. It's, It's not just cookie cutter for everybody it's what do you do best what what kind of skills do you bring to the table not just cookie cutter for for anybody and everybody so that's why I'm really uh, you know kind of harping on that in this episode and I typically don't like to plug my stuff this much but I really really believe in it and I know plenty of other clients do too um, to be able to get you to where you want to be so everything is customized resume review I'm reviewing your resume I'm making your resume better I'm not giving some custom cookie cutter um, kind of approach to it um, interview prep you know of course we're gonna be talking about your background we're gonna be talking about uh, what you bring to the table things that you like so we're giving you customized answers to answer in the interview so really guys it's a win-win all around when it comes to um, you know getting your first job in clinical research and doing it with elite clinical research group um, and then it's gonna be a big win for you when you finally get into the field and you're happy with with your job and you feel like you have plenty of opportunities in the future so guys hopefully uh, you enjoyed this hopefully you're able to um, take some of this information and parlay it into getting your first job in clinical research as always if you're interested in booking with me for anything email me elite at gmail.com take care